You know, one thing we needed to do, Kenny, is uh, when Ricky Rico was here, we need to give him props on his uh, intro music, man. Mm-hmm. He's the one that really set it off. It's uh, it's pretty impressive, yeah. little Rico. If you're listening, I know you uh, sometimes listen to the first segment on the way home. You might already got home. Oh, it's R- Rico. Hey, we like the intro music, man. Yeah, we, we we said that we were saying that it was like you 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 might be Eminem, like Eight Mile. <laughs> you coming in here mixing? No, um, uh, hustle and flow. Hustle and that's that's him. Hustle and flow. Yeah, I can see him. Yeah, so hey, get, get Rico. Yeah, for a pimp. give Rico the props. Um, well, where well, our question is for people to text in who were NFL MVPs not to get second contracts. Uh, the one came in. Yeah, thanks, Jeff uh, Terrell Davis. But I think he did get a second contract. He just is, you know, obviously had to end his career. Unfortunately, Sean Alexander, that might be because he was Seattle. And I don't know right. if Seattle really re-upped him. I think, you know, Mike Holmgren used him like no other and just mm-hmm. said, you know what, man, yeah, we're going to get another We're going to get another run back. Another yeah, run so I'm back. not – you know what, that might be it. But it's few and far between. We said under four. Yeah, especially the quarterback position. Listen. Sean Alexander uh, played his five years, got franchise tagged, and then signed uh, as an unrestricted free agent. With – Seattle and then also Cowboys, right? Uh, the Redskins. Redskins. Mm-hmm. But did he did he get a big contract with Seattle? He made. Let's see. Made no, not a, not a huge contract. Yeah. Made about four mil a year. Yeah, so probably it's probably he's probably the uh, you know the poster child to uh, you know the guy the guy that was mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in when he was in Seattle he was tough. I remember playing he, against him. Yeah. He was he was he was putting up some big numbers. So. Um, anyways, that's the NFL talk with Lamar Jackson, where he's at. Now we're moving on to Husker football. We had a question right away from the YouTube, and it goes like this, Kenny. Um, pretty much asking, is the rumor true that uh, Dylan Rayola is canceling his Husker spring game visit, or has he announced it? Obviously, the answer is yes. But I'll, I'm going to ask you from a staff for uh, a staff perspective. Now, it's a little different. Dylan's been up here like 85 times. He's got family that's worked here. Or works here. His dad's, a, I mean, his, or his nephew, or his uncle. I think I named everybody. Mm-hmm. His, his uncle is the O line coach. He's been up here for two or three years. His dad's in the in the name in the state. He knows about Nebraska. Yes. I think he's probably been up here enough and has a good feel for the rural staff. And he's starting spring ball at a new school. As a staff, though, when a recruit that you really want to get which you know obviously you know you wouldn't have him up here he didn't cancels a spring game visit or cancels a visit um obviously i think if it's something that we're like during the season for officials is a little bit different but cancel a visit like that does it send off alarms or do you guys get around together and kind of let's let's have a pause for the cause well <clears throat> if there's no excuses then it sends, it sends off alarms mm-hmm. You said he's starting spring ball, right, at his new school. If it was an official visit, now the alarm is really sounding. <laughs> yeah, hey, mean, wait, hey, wait, wait, wait. Hey, the, just talk, the, tell me, tell me, because I remember, I know where you, you were at, your office, right? Just walk me through, <laughs> like, I guess a magnified version of Austin, of my man Austin 316. Mm-hmm. 
you know, the the six one slot receiver from Lincoln Lutheran that's a four star recruit and he decides the Basically the next but next next West Welker. Yeah, West that's Welker me. or uh Jordy East Jordy, Jordy Nelson. Nelson. Sure. And he decides to cancel his his official visit. Just walk me through <laughs> When you when you're at your desk, because I know where you at, right? Yes. It's a mad, just tell me, just just give me the the joy and comedy of how that conversation would go. Well, first of all, you're here cussing all the way down the hall. All the way down the hall. It, now, does it echo? It echoes. Okay, it echoes. So you're, you're here cussing. Yeah, and then you'll hear more cussing as it's coming closer. As it's coming closer. Now, who are they? Now, who are they mad at? They mad at the kid, the situation or you? Cuz you don't got nothing no, to we, do with we it. No, we don't have anything to do with it. They're mad at the kid and then they can be they'll then they'll be mad at the, the kid's dad or who, parents or, or whoever. Or whoever, but if there's a 707 coach involved yeah, they mad at him or a too. trainer, they're mad at him too. And everybody's trying to get somebody on the phone. So you'll have 10 people huddled up trying to get somebody with connections to that kid on the phone and trying to get and, it, now, now that is that if there's not a reason. See, I, th- I, f- that's, I think that's if that's if there's not a reason. Yeah, if it's out the blue, if it's out, the, out blue. the blue, if it's out the blue, then. But in his case, yes. like you said, he has practice and he's been here, been here, and he's starting. To, he's going to a new school, and he's going to a new school. But and again, in his case, he's been here multiple times. His big thing was to get here to see. Coach Rule and his staff, how they operate in practice. In their, yeah, in their element. In their element. Without all the glitz and glamour. Yes. So, which I will give people that are trying to recruit him, okay, I will tell you this. Uh, for a kid that's a, a, the number one recruit, um, and his dad, I've been knowing his dad, uh, you know, me and, uh, said me and Dom used to go at it in practice. And I love Dom like a brother and trust him. He's, very, he's a very uh, good judge of character, and, he's, and, he, and he keeps his – Kids, both of them are going to be good quarterbacks, but especially Dylan, you know, under, you know, some considerable wraps and keeps them, you know, humble and respectful. The glitz and glamour does not do anything for him. No. I am paging you. And I'm going to tell you this about Dom, and I'll just leave it like this, is that when he speaks, you you have to do more listening than hearing. And you know what's funny? Because everybody remembers Dom – or, you know, could remember Dom from when he was here. You know, he'd be selling some wolf tickets, and he's intense, right? It was, it was forged in practice. And then you remember – then I remember watching Dom when he played for Detroit, mm-hmm. trying to fight people coming out the out the locker room, right? But then, oh, okay, that's him because I know he got to die. Then, me, you know, me and him, turn, you know, we, we turned up a couple times, and I was like, dang, he can still go like we in college. <laughs> still, that's what you do when you get together. But then when you seriously sit down and talk to him – and talk to him about life and talk to him just about like big things. Homeboy is he 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 a next level type of thinker, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and that's what I think that if you when you know that, then that approach has that that you can't approach it like I wouldn't say Archmanny cuz I think they're next level thinkers. You can't approach it like uh whoever um was it Jimmy Clausen? Mm-hmm. Remember him? You can't approach it like Jimmy Clausen's parents cuz they they love that stuff. We yeah. go to you know what I mean? So um, that's it with the, you know, the rumor with Dylan. Um, I think it's, I don't think anything's to it. I think, you know, really, like I said, I'll keep saying, did not just cause Kenny's here, Mickey and staff, um, for if the, here's an analogy. If you had a, if you were in the woods and we were at, uh, boy scouts and trying to get our, you know, certificates and we needed to find a way to, you know, start a fire, 
you know, bonfire, it was out. Oh, it it was, was out. out. It was completely out. Mickey and staff found a way to find some, you know, some sticks and some dry leaves and some rocks and got that thing going. I think the staff now, or Coach Rule and those guys, have really got it to where it's, you know, can keep everybody warm, which is commendable itself. I think they've done nothing but help themselves as far as the communication and, you know, openness with uh, any all the recruits. But we're talking about Dylan, obviously, because he's number one recruit in his class. And so I think that's commendable, you know, just to be where we're at. And I think it, you know, it's going to come down the stretch. I did. And so, you know, it'd be, you know, it'd be interesting to see what happens. So, um, you know, I think as far as spring goes, you know, that's a good thing to happen. I think, you know, look, the more that you, the one thing that was funny, I remember when I used to try to play baseball, man, Kenny, you know what I mean? My dad, my dad had to break it down to me, man. Cause I could hit the fastball. Could hit uh, a curve. I could hit a curve, but that dang change up. I remember I was, I, I would never forget this conversation with my dad. And, you know, and this is, you know, then we'll get into some more spring talk, but I remember a change up. And I swear, I, that, I think I had already swung, <laughs> missed the, swung, knowing I, I missed the ball, again. and already kind of got back up for the next pitch. And then the, and then, and then the ball hit the, the catcher's mitt. And I never forget being in the car and riding home, because I like baseball, because my grandfather played baseball, you know. Um, and he used to have a, well, he used to have a bat underneath his, his bed. He had this big old shotgun, then he had a bat. He called the bat the equalizer, mm-hmm. you know. So he, called, he said, that'll make everything equal. If, I, <laughs> if it ain't equal, then I go get the shotgun. So I love baseball. And I remember riding home with my dad. I would never forget this, Kitty. You know, because I played for the, the Frederick, Maryland, where I was living, um, Orioles, right? Because we had the, the keys there, and that was kind of like their deal. He said, man... <laughs> He said, boy, he said, when you make contact, they ain't going to throw you out at first because you're going to get down that line. But you can't hit no changeup. <laughs> you ain't never going to play no baseball. He's like, you can feel and do all that, but you can't hit no changeup worth a plum nickel. You might be thinking about something else, man. And I was like, hey, Kenny, I'll never forget. Well, at least he told you the truth. But I was looking out the window. You know how you be thinking. You know, you be kids be having a gas face and be mm-hmm. just, you know, lips start quivering. And I was like, dang. My baseball career is over. He just busted your bubble. Busted my bubble. But at least he was honest he with me. He was honest with me. And I tried what... it a few more years. And then, uh, you know, I was, you know, you know, was going to play baseball in high school or played. And then I wanted to and, – and here's why I really – here's why I really stopped playing baseball. Because, you know, the brother, he fast. They put you on the outfield. Well, I like action. You know, I mean, I, you know, I'm playing football. I want to hit, you know, basketball. And I didn't mind it, right? But I – and I had worked on pitching. You know what I mean? And I knew I was never going to be a pitcher. One of my good friends actually went to Michigan. Was a, it was a pitcher. Mm-hmm. And I remember asking the high school coach. I remember, and this was this was the breaking point for me because I started to take off in basketball. And it was hard for me to juggle both back then. You know what I mean? And I was like, you know what? I don't worked all winter and stuff like that and pitch. I was like, I wanted to pitch. One inning, Kenny. One. I said, Coach, I don't care if you're playing us against Willie Lump Lump High School <laughs> It, you know, and they can't see, and they, everybody got cataracts. I just want to pitch one inning, and he was like, "Nah." After that, I was done. He was done. Yeah, because for the simple fact that you wouldn't let me pitch one game, one inning, I was done. So you know that that was the uh, that was the the starting and ending of uh, starting and ending of my baseball career. But we got a good question here before we go to break. I know we got a little long winded. We'll get into a short segment, then we'll double back at the top of the hour um, with. Some Husker talk deep and dive. We'll talk about Ramirez Johnson and stuff like that. We got this right here. What do you think? And I'm going to ask you specifically, Kenny, because I'm probably talking too much. What do you think about moving Harburg to another position 
along the line of QB discussions, has Chuba been cleared for contact? So that's two questions. Just answer the first one because we already know the second one. Just answer the first one. I, I've been saying this for a year and a half now. Harburg should move to a different position. <laughs> hey, man, turn my mic on. Hold on, turn me back. That look you just gave me, I've seen it before. Yeah. We didn't have this conversation. Yeah. Don't answer like I didn't ask you, <laughs> like I wasn't hearing you. Because I'm look. Because you know yeah. what? Because here's what I'm visioning now. I'm be, I'm a big in the vision because I'm because I'm really still chuckling about when the cancellation visit. Because I could just imagine being in oh, that office. My God. And you know what I'm you know what I'm equating it to? The time that I got in trouble at school and I ain't get my grade report signed, and my dad got home. Where are you at? And as you get cooked, do you see five folk from coming? Yep. But I'm thinking about that conversation and picturing that look because I know you. I know when you give that look, and I know who was on the other side of, of receiving it. That's why I was laughing right there. He should have been moved a long time ago. Right. He's he's he's, he's a phenomenal. He's, athlete. He's a great athlete that you're just wasting standing next to you, getting two reps apart. on the sideline. Tight end, Z line, tight end, linebacker. Linebacker, rover? outside backer, rover, whatever. He's athletic enough that he can play. He's wasting his talent at quarterback. There you go. Heard there from uh, Kenny. You know, obviously it's it's been out there, but uh, we'll see if anything changes. I think this staff is is open to that as well. So you got to give them credit to. I think you got to give them credit for expanding the roster, taking guys that have other uh, position flexibility, and possibly uh, exposing them to that for the betterment of the career. And the team. So, mm-hmm. good uh, second segment. Got a little bit off track, but it's always all good in the hood. Now you know I can't play baseball worth the lick. Um, still big ups to the three that got their uh, jersey retired. We were going to come back to the short segment. We're going to ask Kenny about my man Draymond. Talk. I want to ask Kenny about, because Kenny could hoop. Talk about guys that talk the most junk and when they do it and what you think about Draymond. Jay Foreman, Kenny Wilhite, Austin. We'll be right back.